And we're back with Jason Glover, designer of Four Tribes, Dig Down Dwarf, and the upcoming game, Stew. Welcome to Design Diary, the podcast where you get to look inside my board game design notebook as well as what's going on inside my head. We look at a new word each day from the sense of mechanics, tone, theme, or inspiration for a full game. Today's word is... Recuse. To disqualify oneself as judge in a particular case broadly. To remove oneself from participation to avoid a conflict of interest. And we have Jason Glover here today to explain his design based on recuse. What do you got? Okay. Um, Well, this time... I went two different routes. I'll start with the first one. I'll just read what I have here. Uh, so perhaps you are a powerful lawyer or politician, and there is a case or an issue that you should recuse yourself from for obvious reasons. The goal would be to take uh, bribes and, and be crooked. So the players would essentially play as one of these politicians. I, I essentially, I went the, the route of a politician. Yeah. Um, so you'd, you would, you, each player would be a politician of some sort. And um, you'd be taking bribes, and you'd also, at the same try- time, uh, be attempting to cover up your tracks. Um, and I went for a mechanic on this, um, Pressure Luck. Okay. Kind of with a little bit of a, a twist. So I, I figured, like, a central deck, uh, maybe not a very large deck, so that it'd be easy to memorize after a few plays what cards were actually in there um, on purpose. And then you would have um, different uh, monetary values for the different size of bribes. And then you would also have ways to cover your tracks, you know, maybe like a paper shredder or whatnot, whatnot whatever would be thematic. And then you would, um, in turn, um, draw two cards and decide which card you want to keep for yourself as a secret and then place the other card face up so it would be some sort of open information so everyone would have uh, the pool of knowledge from what cards are actually uh, actively uh, on the table? I yeah. think that would be that goes back to having the smaller deck. So if you had, I don't know how many cards it would be, but it would be a few enough cards that you'd you start to whittle it turns. down. Yeah, yeah, you'd be like, oh, I don't, someone still has, someone probably has that card, you know, and you'd be like, uh, then you, then you, then it's going to become a bluffing sort of situation where you're going to have to figure out who you think um, is actually taking these bribes, and I think what would triggered the end of the game so it'd have to end at some point so i think having a small deck if you run out of those cards um then everyone has to reveal their cards okay and if you've taken more bribes than you can possibly cover up then you're bust and you're you're a loser or so you, some sort of scoring mechanism there yeah um but the accusation if you can if you accuse someone rightly you score more points and um, if you accuse them wrongly, obviously there'd be some sort of negative bonus to that or negative penalty to that. Uh, let's see what else I have. I think that's pretty much where I wrote down there. Uh, yeah, I think the idea of having the, the, the central information being open, uh, open information cards, let all players gain some info. I just went over that. Secret personal cards will uh, be money or bribes. Let's see. Um... Yeah, so the round would end when one player accuses another player, or if the cards run out. So that was my first idea for a game. Um, I know it, it's sort of not necessarily recuse. You're not actually um, disqualifying yourself. Disqualifying yourself. So I mean, that could be worked into it somehow. I mean, yeah. you could have you could say I'm out. You know, yeah, exactly. That's, that's all it takes is I'm out. <laughs> yeah, you have the option of saying you know I'm out, and then you maybe you're and then then you bust the other players. Yeah, you know. 
if you have enough to cover your tracks and you can just say, I'm out of this or whatnot. And then the other idea that came came uh, up was maybe a jury duty type game because obviously you go to court. You know, you're, you're thinking of lawyers or whatnot all the time when you're thinking of that word, recuse. Um, there aren't a lot of court games, right? Do you, do you no. know of any? Like, I... No, no, I'm sure they've been made, but it's, I can't really, I can't think of one. To it's be like, honest, it's gamey. There's, you know, with with the way the juries work, and yeah, you, you have know. all these mechanics in place. Yeah, you know, you have twelve pool. You know, you can manipulate the the jury and all this stuff. Yeah, I mean, I don't know why there's not more games. That'd be pretty fun, especially with like Law and Order. Get that uh, IDW to get that uh, <laughs> exactly IP, and bam, there you go. Um, so what did I have here for this one? Uh, evidence pool builds in a central, the table players have secret identity and attributes that may correspond with the case or evidence. So this one really kind of goes at it more, um, truly to the word. So you'd have some sort of, um, pool of, uh, each player would have some sort of identity, who they are, you know, yeah. where they work possibly, or some way that could be connected to whatever the case might be. And then, um, parts of the case start being, um, drawn from some sort of the deck. Um, and, and placed in the, in the central um, area. And then players have to uh, basically know when the perfect timing is to say, hey, I don't want to be part of this be part of this case. So yeah. I don't know how exactly it would work. Um, I wrote here, objective is to recuse or withdraw yourself from the case when, you, uh, when too many of your attributes correspond with the case. Timing would be key. But I don't have a whole lot more in, in as far as the mechanics or how that would play out. But I felt that'd be kind of a fun um, theme for sure. You know, yeah. you're, you're, you you would identify with whatever this character is that you're, that you're a persona that you're playing. And then, you know, when's the right time? Oh, this guy that's under, you know, investigation or whatnot or being tried is works at the same company I work for. So I should probably back out. But there'd be some sort of pressure luck scoring mechanism in there to make you not want to. So yeah, you I'd definitely have to figure that out. Maybe you're, maybe you're once again, it's back to bribes or something. I don't know. So there's well, something in there before this, we were talking about solo games too. And there could be something cool in solo where it's basically the games against you and it's just building up and building up. And you're just going for that high score before you just say done, you know, game yeah. over. Yeah, for sure. That's, it could definitely be a possibility. I had a, um, we mentioned court games, like years ago, I was working on a game with my brother-in-law called Illegal, and it was I-L-L, like in caps, legal. And the whole <laughs> concept of the game was you were going to court, and you knew you were guilty, and you knew you were going to get charged, or something along those lines. And the whole goal was to get everybody sick, and you had to work your way from yourself to like the prosecutor to the jury, all the way up to the judge. Like You just had to sh- shake hands and, and get people sick. And then to, to get that judge removed so a better judge came in that would rule in your favor. Oh, boy. And it was just terrible. We had this picture. We had a drawing for it. And, like, it was, like, it was worker placement. You're putting yourself in these areas to shake hands. and. Just, oh, so you went as far as actually uh, putting We, we did prototype it. Yeah, exactly. Oh, it wow. Was, oh, wow. Yeah, it was the worst idea of all time. But <laughs> it, I will design from a title many times. Like, so, oh, yeah. obviously, if I'm making this dumb podcast... If I have a good title, I'm like, we can make a game around this. That is a great, great title. But, yeah. I mean, uh, that's that's get people a funny, sick, funny theme. Get the I can see like a party game where you're just literally trying to get people sick and play it at cons. <laughs> you could be the, yeah. you could be the where, where it all began, where the con crowd started. Oh, just finding the root, finding, uh, what is it, uh, patient zero. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, exactly. 
That's where it started. It started with Jason, Jason Tagmeyer in that game. That's where it started. Yeah, people. <laughs> I won't be able Burn to his go booth. anywhere. Oh man, do you? I haven't seen you at any cons. Do you go? Do you do cons? Uh, I, I've been to Gen Con a few times. I do a lot of protospiels, and I, I like that. It's sort of my my deal. You know, I the whole idea of being in a booth all day. Oh, I hate it. I can't do it. You know, and. As a small publisher, I do most of my sales online. So I mean, I, I'm sure if I went to a con, I could sell a lot. Of, I probably sell a decent amount of stock, but I don't know. I just I haven't it's, gotten to that point where I felt necessary. I mean, our last we the first time Button I did a real con, we did PAX. PAX. Uh, yeah, Philly. It was Philly. It was two minutes from my house, so it was really easy yeah. to do. But yep. um, it's totally different than when I go to Gen Con and just hang out. Like, <laughs> that's what I'd want to do. I, if I, if I, when I went to Gen Con, I was hanging out. I was over at the Calliope booth, hanging out or doing whatever. Yep. And that's what I'd, I'd, I'd prefer doing that. Or that's why, like I said, I, I like the protospiels. So I'm hanging out with other small publishers and designers and people who actually just honestly want to play test games. So, and those are, that's my, that's my people. So is, are there, uh, see, I'm East coast. So it's like unpub unpub is our pro. Yes, yeah. That's your exactly. They're slightly different. From I, what I that's understand. what I hear. Like pro shield. You're, seems like you're more from what I understand. You're more pitching to publishers. That, well, correctly. Sort of. Yeah. But you have a setup table, correct? That you have the whole time. Yeah. It's like you have a table, you're set up, the general public's playing other designers are playing if if they don't have people at their booth and starting a couple years ago there started to be a better publisher presence there where you okay. could you could set up appointments and publish and pitch to them but it's i is there general public at Perspiel or is it mostly just designers? there is general but it's you have to have a ticket it's like five bucks for okay. them for general public play tester to come in but that's right for the whole weekend they're basically begging people <laughs> to come in yeah but it sounds pretty much the same except at a protospiel you don't Really, it's kind of almost frowned upon to kind of set up your table and take over a table. Okay, you're yeah. kind of meant to. Here's my game. What do you? What did you bring? Yeah, and then I like just, that. And then someone else opens up there, and you, you literally will sit at one table for five, six hours, and you'll play everyone's, every designer or publisher's game there, and it's just great feedback, and just you know, obviously. You know, the community is, you know, for the most part, pretty awesome people. So that's cool. I got to make it out there sometime. Yep. Awesome. Well, it was great having you. It was great chatting. And just tell everybody how they can get in touch with you. Um, you can find me on Twitter at uh, Grey Gnome. I'm also on Facebook. You just look up uh, Grey Gnome Games. And the website is graygnome.com. So pretty simple. Awesome. Well, thanks. And I'm looking forward to making our game together. Absolutely. Looking forward to it. One week. Yeah, exactly. All right. Yep. I'll see Take ya. care.